Only the Show. I'm with Matt Young and Tracy Cloud. Tracy Cloud has come on to uh, guest host with me. She's done a lot of research. She's got notes. She's got questions. Uh, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to Tracy. Tracy, what do you got for Matt? Awesome. Thanks, Kelly. Hello, Matt. Nice to speak with you in person. Very excited to talk about your music. Yes. Um, couldn't find much about you as a person or as an artist out there. So um, maybe give us a little bit of background. Let us know, you know, how long you've been making music, where you're from. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Okay. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I've been doing this on and off since I was about 15 years old. I'm 40 now. Um, I started playing in bands, like I said, around 15. Uh, up until the age of 23 or 24, they were all hardcore bands. Um, and then when I was 25, I started a like a country rock band with my brother and a couple of friends. And that was the first time I've ever really sang in front of people. And it was a lot of fun. And it lasted a few years. We did quite a few shows. We never really made any music or records or anything. Uh, but um, then we broke up about 2016. And then I just kind of stopped playing for a little while. And then uh, during the pandemic, I freaked out like most people did. And to keep myself occupied, that's when I made my first full-length Modern Problems, and I just kind of kept going from there. It kind of just opened the floodgates. And that's where we are now. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, I'd also like to maybe talk about, you know, I know you you play all the instruments on your recordings. Um, maybe talk to us about how many instruments you play, and do you have any formal training? I took guitar lessons for five years when I was uh, young. I started when I was like maybe 12. Uh, I, I forgot everything I learned as soon as I took my last lesson. I can't read music. Um, I know where I know chords and I know I have an idea of where the notes are on the frets. Uh, I can play guitar fairly well. I'm not a great lead guy. I'm really good at rhythm. I got a really good right hand. I'm a rudimentary bass player at best. I'm a decent drummer and I own a keyboard. <laughs> oh, and a ukulele. I can play the ukulele and the harmonica. Awesome. Wow. Well, yeah, no, I, I make notes about your harmonica, but you know, there's never <laughs> enough harmonica for me. So I, I definitely noticed that one. Well, I, I, have a, I have a theory about the harmonica. Um, it's pretty easy to figure out because you can get an entire package of them and it's all in different keys. So if you just figure out what key your song's in, it'll fit. It'll always fit. I, my brother and I still to this day don't think that Bob Dylan really knows how to play a harmonica. <laughs> he's just in the right key. Yeah. Yeah. He just, he's just <laughs> trying, you know, he's like the rest of us, he, he hasn't quite figured it out, but he's almost got it. Can you talk, Tracy, can I ask a question here real quick? Of course. All right. Well, can you talk a little bit about that transition from hardcore to country rock uh, and what spawned that? What what happened there? Uh, yeah. 
Uh, basically around the time, see, before I was 21 or 22, I didn't listen to anything that wasn't metal, punk, or hardcore. And I really liked funk a lot too. I got really big into like Parliament and and like uh, Sly and the Family Stone and all that when I was in high school. But up until then, that's pretty much all I listened to. And then when I was like 21 or 22, I discovered uh, Elliot Smith and I got way into Neil Young. And uh, and that kind of became what I wanted to do after that. I, I kind of had enough of hardcore to become like a, uh, it's such a, it can be a really stifling music. Uh, there are all these rules that you have to follow. Like you have to do the chug chugs and you have to have the screams and you can't really express yourself the way you really want to. And that's, I think, why there's such a big uh, hardcore guitarist to singer-songwriter pipeline. If you talk to a lot of guys my age who do this type of music, most of them played guitar in a hardcore band. <laughs> Mine was called Blood, Bath, and Beyond. <laughs> awesome. We were, uh, we were a little bit more uh, like a screamo type thing. We were called a random collection. Oh, okay. We weren't great. It was pretty bad. <laughs> we were energetic at best. Uh, That's great. Go ahead, Tracy. <laughs> Uh-oh. And so um, what does your songwriting process look like? What 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 inspires all of these wonderful songs that you write? What's your what makes you tick? Um well, it, it's kind of different every time. Um, what I usually do, I have a running Google Doc on my phone of uh, like, if I hear somebody say something, I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I'll, I, it's just random lines that I'll get to eventually. It's it's kind of a cut and paste kind of thing. Yeah. It's very rare that I have like an actual idea of what I want to write about. Uh, music pretty much always comes first. Uh, and then I start kind of rifling through all the words to try and find something. And um, sometimes, though, like I'll have the music and then I won't even look at the Google Doc. It'll just start kind of coming like the very first song on the very first album on Modern Problems is about this uh, documentary I watched about a Native American tribe in, I think, New Mexico that had been pushed out and pushed out and pushed out to the point where their closest water source was something like 70 miles away. So they had to depend on the government for their water supply. And they were basically given nothing but like soda and beer. Wow. So it, sometimes it has a meaning and sometimes it's all vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely relate to that for sure. Yeah. All the notebooks. I'm a notebook person. So I have like a, I have a whole Tupperware full of notebooks. Oh, I have. And sometimes I have notebooks going out. out. Sixteen. Yeah, I have a trucker log uh, that I wrote on the back of uh, lyrics that I still have, and it has all my trucking hours from that uh, month. Uh, nice. In it, and I, I, I don't want to get rid of it, you know. Yeah, no, but, it's it's hard to get rid of stuff like that. Like I said, I have some stuff from when I was a kid. I have a shoebox. It's just nothing but like 
scraps of paper, napkins, just random yeah. stuff that I've written weird sayings on. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I, I can't bring myself to get rid of it because I, I might use that someday. It's, I'm a lyrical writer. Yeah. 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 I was like, digging for something frantically recently. I found it. Yeah, yeah, I I don't really get rid of lyrics. I I don't, even if it's like the third version of something. I I don't get rid of it. I I, I do the same thing because there's always like when I start a new record, there's always like maybe I could cannibalize this version and use this (laughs) for this. You know, it's yeah, nothing is ever really set in stone until it is. You know, yeah, yeah. About your recording process, uh, you told me you were like, I'll come on your show, but I want you to know I made this with my cell phone or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't own any fancy mics. Uh, it's all done through an iPhone microphone. It's, wow, that's incredible. I, I don't, uh, it's mostly out of pure laziness and refusal to learn any new skills but uh, it's worked for me so far. Uh, yeah. I've, well, when I was younger, we used to record that hardcore band and I spent a ton of time just over and over and over and over again, just trying to get things right. Now I work fast on my own. I go by the Neil Young school of thought where you get it down and if it's good, it's good. If it's not to do it again and then uh, one or two tries and then that's fine. I don't know. It's just the way I've always worked. I've never been a perfectionist, I guess. I like that. I, I like a bit more, you know, I, I definitely appreciate that in your sound, the, the more raw live sound, um, especially on your early stuff for yeah. sure. And then, you know, I did notice, I definitely gravitate. I liked it all. I, I enjoyed going through your whole catalog. I love your latest release. Um, most likely and then um, doomed and entombed love the title and i love the title track as well so that that actual song that is one of the songs that had like i wrote that song on january 7th 2021 like the whole thing and finished it that day Hmm. yeah your lyrics are are really something i definitely um on your most likely recent release that I liked uh, Vampires was probably my favorite track um, oh, on the you. album, but definitely Running um, the Light. That was a standout for me. But I must talk about Goth Kids at the Water Park because, <laughs> like, uh, let's see, I quoted your lyric. Um, they were makeup runs, still having fun. It, makeup runs, but they they still have fun. Yes. Yeah. That was, I loved that. Uh, talk a little bit about that album uh well uh the song or the album yeah just talk about the album just just talk about what what went into the mix there this album i kind of on all my old records it was mostly political stuff and just kind of making up stories this one i wanted to be a little bit more personal because it was all the idea was to do basically a strictly acoustic album for the most part, that's why like a heavy guitar doesn't show up until the last couple minutes of the last song. And I figured if I was going to do that, I might as well open myself up a little bit more. And this actual song, Goth Kids at the Water Park, is actually about a trip to a water park when I was a teenager 
with a couple of friends. Uh, they were they were goth as hell, and they had a blast. And it was just fun to see them in the sunlight, wearing their cold chamber t-shirts, and just having a really good time. And it turned into like, it started as a joke, but I, I think it turned into like this really sweet song about this couple that I knew. And they're both, neither one of them are, well, one of them's still kind of goth, but the other one is, he's, he's, a, he's grown up and he's gotten a straight job and he's, he's, he's a grown up man now. So, but it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, things aren't going great, but I mean, at least we have this, you know, it's fun. <laughs> it's good. Um, vampires, vampires is actually, it's a, um, it's a 14 year old song. I I wrote it for my band that I was in a long time ago, and we used to do this version of it. It had a, it actually had a uh, four minute guitar solo at the end, and I am not a great guitarist, so I kind of cut that. But that song, it was one of the favorites that we always closed with that song. Everybody. Love that song, and I want. I knew I was going to record it for the solo stuff, but I wanted to kind of hold back a little bit till I felt like it really made sense to add it to something, and I felt like it really fit this because it's about disappointment in something that you've put your entire life into, and that's kind of the theme of this record. This whole record, like every record, has a theme. This one is mostly about how people end up in places that they didn't really expect to end up in. And sometimes it's okay. And sometimes it's not. I'm rambling. That's, no, that's great. You're doing oh, excellent. You're doing, yes, excellent. you're doing a great job. Uh, most people don't have themes anymore throughout an entire <clears throat> record. They're just a collection of singles. And yes. So, it's uh, you know, it's kind of refreshing to hear that you focused on something and put it all together. And I, I've always been a record guy. I've never been a singles guy. I don't like greatest hits albums. I like I like the idea of you know where there's a definite side one, side B kind of thing. Like it's just how I've always been. Like when I first got into music when I was eleven my dad gave me his record player and all of his old records from when he was a teenager. So that's kind of how I originally got into music. So that's just kind of, it's ingrained in my head. The kind of four corners kind of thing. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> what's live music or music? Are you still playing live at all? I have not been on stage since 2016. I'm trying to get back into it this year. You got a lot of bands around there? Um, there, I don't know, honestly. I'm so far removed from the scene that I used to be in. Um, we used to have a thriving hardcore and punk scene here. We had a label in Louisville called uh, Initial Records. And Initial Records every year would put on this big festival downtown where every underground band would come to Louisville for a weekend. And it was the greatest thing. Like they'd have a punk day an emo day and a straight up hardcore day. And it was mm. just the best. It was the first place I saw like 
AFI, Thursday, Dillinger Escape Plan, Converge, Mastodon, like all these bands would come to wow. London one weekend every year. And that ended when initial records kind of dissipated. Uh, and I don't know what the hardcore scene is now in Louisville. I don't know what the scene for the kind of music that I do is now in Louisville. It's mostly cover bands anymore from what I understand. Uh, I've never been good at that. Yeah. I always said the first time I have to play Linkin Park songs every night, I'm put a gun in my mouth. <laughs> so I uh, try to avoid that kind of thing. But um, I don't know. I'm going to try and get back in there. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, nerve wracking. I love performing. It was my favorite part of every band I've ever been in. So I like talking to audiences. I tend, as you can tell, I tend to talk more in front of people. Like it, I just, once you get me going, I can't stop sometimes. <laughs> That's great for Talk about what is uh, coming up. What's down the pike? What is, what's next? I am, uh, I've started writing my next record. Um, to give you an idea of where I'm at in my head, the working title is The Worst Things Have Ever Been Are Now the Best They Can Ever Be. It's a little darker. It's a little more aggressive. Because uh, after doing a basically full acoustic record, I kind of want to... I won't play guitar again, like just really just go at it. So that's kind of what we're doing now. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, just trying to get back in front of people. Um, that's kind of the goal for this year. I'd like to have this record finished within the next couple months. Uh, I tend to work pretty fast. Uh, it comes in spurts. Mm. Uh, so hopefully it'll be out by summer. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, talk a little bit with, um, are you just on, gosh, now I can't think of the threads? Or... Uh, I'm, on, I'm on there. I'm on Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. Uh, never have. Couldn't really figure it out. Not really good at that. I tried TikTok. Absolutely hated it. Uh, could, not, could not get into it whatsoever. So it's really just threads and Instagram at this point. Um, my handle is uh, Mr. Young 5904. If anybody would like to follow me, I uh, all of my stuff is streaming everywhere you can get it. I'm on Bandcamp and iTunes if you're into the whole buying stuff kind of thing. You know, it's just, I'm out there. You want to cool. talk, we'll talk. Cool. Uh... I'll put your um, Instagram and threads in the show notes too. So people can cool. connect with you that way. But cool. cool. What do you have, Tracy? Yeah, I've got some more good ones, I think. Um, so I really related to you as a songwriter. Um, at times your songs feel really familiar. And sometimes I'll hear some of your chord choices. I'm like, oh, wow, that sounds familiar. So I think I definitely enjoyed um, similarities that I found and always like that when I see a real gift for the storytelling that you seem to have. Can you talk a little bit about what inspires you to create um, your stories and 
what would you like for the listener um, in general to take away from particular your you know, more acoustic um, country folky take on things? Um, the way I've always done it, originally when I was younger, I wanted to be a comedian and an author. And I still write short stories every now and then. I've never actually gone on stage and told jokes because that sounds terrifying. <laughs> awful. <laughs> it sounds awful. Yeah, like I can't do any. Like I can't talk to a crowd unless I have in my hand. It's it's terrifying. And even then, you know, like I said, not charming. Um, they tolerate it at best. Um, but uh, I do like the idea of telling a story in a song. Um, but a lot of the times it really, I have a lot of songs where I don't really know what they're about until they're finished. Mm. Um, it kind of, it'll come to me after a while, like the song vampires, it's a vibe. Like it's, it's about disappointment. It's about putting all of your trust into one thing and it not working out for you. And here in the last couple of years, it seems like there's a lot of people who are doing that. Uh, most, most of the motives behind my songs are basically just, I'll get an idea for something and it'll bug me and bug me. And then I'll just kind of write it out. And that's just how it comes up. Some songs are out of spite. I do a lot of things out of spite. And uh, some songs just, just for fun like 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 i said goth kids at the water park it was just a fun idea that turned into like this kind of sweet ode to a couple of friends that i had i started my solo career the very first thing i did was a compilation of a uh, a local cd done around uh valentine's day called louisville's for lovers and it was basically you could write a song about any kind of love that you had. I wrote a song about my friend who had died a couple of years previous of a heroin overdose. Mm. And the song was basically a imagined conversation that I had with him in a bar trying to get him to get it together. It ended up on uh, one of my EPs. It's song Acrobats. It's um, I ended up writing a couple songs about this guy. Uh, that one and uh, August 99 is about him. And that was kind of the real push for me to start doing this is I had that song and then I just kind of kept going with it. And I just, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, 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 it changes every time. Like um, sometimes I just do it because I can and sometimes I do it because I have to. I don't know. When, totally relate. I'm sure Kelly does too, yeah. I was about to say when I write a song, uh sometimes i'm carrying a message and sometimes i'm just carrying around a bucket of fun so it's yeah. like uh but it's it's you have the uh, presence or sound in your voice when you're singing to always make it sound like you're singing something important oh cool <laughs> <laughs> So it makes my it makes my ears perk up to listen, you know, because you've got you've got all these uh, cool southern colloquialisms, you've got all these uh, uh, turns of phrases, um, you know, and and so it, it it's so interesting. It makes my ears perk up uh, when you're singing. So yeah. that's a really that's a really awesome thing. I hope uh, the. 
I hope I hope some I hope someday uh, you'll let me uh, do something on one of your songs someday. Oh, I, I mean, I, I'm all for it. Um, you have to use your phone. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you can do it any way you want. Uh, the only um, the thing is. I would, I'm, I'm thinking about getting some people to collaborate with me, but I can't call it Matt Young after that. It has to be like Matt Young and something or the mm -hmm. Matt Young thing. Or, you know, like if other people are involved, I have, I've always had a weird time putting my name on something when somebody else does something, even if it's just like a little, like somebody did like a, like a four second guitar note of like, ah, he's on there now. So he's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be my name, but also, and, and, uh -oh. and, uh, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm thinking about doing that. I'm, I'm wanting to put a group together. I just can't come up with a good name. Oh, um, you'll find it. Yeah. It always comes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this has been a, freaking fantastic interview I, I only i don't really have to edit anything i just have to put two together that's <laughs> good that's all uh, i gotta do it was uh, a lot of fun i had a good time yeah yeah i really appreciate you coming on um oh, and i really appreciate you tracy with your questions and your notes and you just being you here and being encouraging thank you all so much this is this podcast has been such a freaking amazing experience for me. Uh, so thank you all for participating. I appreciate it. Pleasure. Thank you, thank you Matt. Nice to meet you. Thanks, Kelly. It was a good time. Uh, have me back anytime y'all want. It's a lot of fun. I'm definitely going to have you back in the summer when that album comes out. Okay. How about that? Cool. Okay. Great. Cool. Right. Well, I'm going to call it now. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Thank you. Thanks, have a good day. Thank you too.